Anna. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Glad to talk to you. I'm glad to talk to you too. All right, Space Cadets. So we've been really busy lately, and we didn't want to not put out a new episode for you. So we're going to try this new thing, and Hannah came up with the idea to call them Cozy Coffee Chats. That's right. Anna and I love coffee, and we love talking, and we especially love talking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. And we get messages from you all. They're like, we love listening to you talk. So I hope you're serious, because you're going to (laughs) get however long this is of it. I would normally have a coffee, except it's 8.36 p.m. Yeah. (laughs) We're recording on a Thursday night. It was my bad. I had to keep pushing the time. But here we are. (laughs) That's okay. I was just messing around on TikTok. I do do other stuff. I know. It's it's like (laughs) the only thing I talk about on here. (laughs) Anna does a lot of stuff, everyone. She has a lot of hobbies. (laughs) Thanks, Anna. I got you. Um, I do have a decaf coffee with me. Oh, that was so smart. I love coffee and I love decaf, especially at night. I have some delicious coffee with some new creamer I'm trying. Ooh, what did you get? This brown sugar creamer. um, And it's an oat milk creamer. Yum. It's really good. I have moved to my apartment recently, so everything's kind of still in boxes, including my bags of coffee. So I've been drinking a lot of instant. <laughs> oh my god. Hannah drinks instant coffee. I love Hannah so much. I don't understand how she can drink instant coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've gotten to the point where I now buy decaf beans, but I would always get decaf instant because I would never drink it enough. So I could always justify it with like, well, if I ever want it, then... I'll probably be lazy in the evenings and instant will be the right thing to turn to. I like get flashbacks to my grandma's house. <laughs> a lot of people tell me that. That just reminds me of old people in their life. <laughs> if it makes you happy, that is all that matters. Uh, it's just so easy. I'm not like a coffee flavor snob and Anna definitely knows better coffee than me. So I can honestly drink any kind of coffee. (laughs) But it's like, here's the thing. When you're not, when you don't care, it's way cheaper. (laughs) Actually, that's a good point. And I'm probably just more content with my coffee (laughs) generally. (laughs) I So I recently discovered, I don't know what took me so darn long to realize that you can just make vanilla coffee syrup. Like it's just simple syrup with vanilla. Oh my gosh, you told me that. It's so easy. I used to buy one. You can get it on Amazon. It's called Amaretti. And I actually really liked it. But I ran out and I was like, can I just make this? And you totally can. I just did simple syrup. So I did equal parts by volume, water, and sugar. And I did kind of a hodgepodge of sugars. I had regular white sugar, brown sugar, and then I had turbinado sugar. So I just threw that there in there too. Because I wanted it to have a little bit like of a deeper flavor. Yeah. You boil that. Let it simmer for five minutes. You could simmer it with a vanilla bean, but I didn't want to waste the vanilla beans I had on that. Uh, So I just poured vanilla in after I let it simmer for five minutes, and it's pretty solid. Anna, that's fantastic. I have to try that. It was so easy because I used to buy vanilla flavored coffee creamer too. And I was like, wait, can I just mix this with half and half? Oh, completely. Yeah. Anna's go-to flavor is vanilla. Anna knows me so well. (laughs) That's right. And the Amaretti that she was talking about, she also brought me a little mini bottle of the syrup of hazelnut because there was a time when Anna and I would go to a coffee shop and without a hiccup, she would always get vanilla 
And I would always get hazelnut. (laughs) (laughs) I miss those days. Uh, Me too. One day again. But Amaretti syrup is solid if you're in the market for a syrup. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. So that, I don't know. That's the coffee portion of the chat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have one more thing I want to share. Yes, please. It's getting warm, and I love an iced latte. And I used to get so frustrated. I felt like I would brew espresso, and you pour it over the ice, and the ice gets all melty. And -hmm. then I would try to brew espresso that was stronger, and then it would just taste bad. Or Mm -hmm. I would brew espresso and then put it in the fridge to cool down, but it takes forever. And then it always kind of tastes old to me. And I was at work one day. This was so long ago. And I saw somebody do it. And he was like, you got to make the espresso and then pour the milk into the espresso to cool it down and then put the ice into that. (laughs) And that like changed my life. Is this a revelation? No. Was it huge to me? Sure was. (laughs) Anna's most important lesson in thermodynamics. (laughs) Completely. I was like, why has it never occurred to me to put the milk into the espresso and then the ice? I don't know. But if you want a nice latte, highly recommend. Uh, ice lattes are so good, especially Dunkin' Donuts. Like, that's the thing I get from Dunkin', is an ice latte. I love you so much, but I also don't like Dunkin' Donuts. What the heck, Anna? <laughs> I feel like it's because I lived in Boston, and that's like the coffee shop that's everywhere. You know, that's exactly right, because I lived in Boston, too, and that is everywhere. I definitely grew an affinity towards it while Anna ran away from it. (laughs) So many people love it. Please don't send me hate mail. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny that your hatred originates from Boston, and I started loving it in Boston. (laughs) It's just like you couldn't find anything else. I would be like, is there nothing, uh, no other option? It's just Duncan again? (laughs) It's literally everywhere. Anna is not joking. If you think the West Coast has a lot of Starbucks... Boston has so many Dunkins. Oh, same with New York. Like, along the East Coast in general, it's all Dunkin all the time. I'm from so close to Canada, where I grew up, that we have Tim Hortons. (gasps) Oh, I like Tim Hortons. Yeah, I haven't been there in years. Brings back all the memories. It's good stuff. Okay, that was the last coffee-themed thing I had to talk about. All right. So, Anna, how was the rest of your day? It was pretty solid. I just worked. I'm using my new spin bike. (gasps) nice how's that been i really like it i feel fancy every time i use it oh my gosh anna showed me her gym nook in her apartment you've made it really nice thank you they advertised it to me they're like it's a den it is not a den uh it's very (laughs) small uh den is (laughs) i'm sorry i insulted it by calling it a nook (laughs) you did not i call it an alcove just (laughs) it's a nook a nook is the correct word for it but I really like it. I did a lot of Googling to figure out some like organizational tips, figure out how to get all my workout stuff organized in a small space. And I really like it. And I feel so fancy every time I use it. The whole like setup is nice. You've got the elastic bands hanging and the like the shelf with the weights. You're very put together. <laughs> oh my God. You're, it was not like that. I had everything on the floor for a while and I kept trying to Google like how to organize dumbbells because I have like heavier dumbbells. So a little plastic shelf wouldn't work, but I also didn't want to spend $200 on one of those super bulky, like, metal gym-style shelves. I was like, I also don't want this in my home. (laughs) Yeah, I completely understand. And then it occurred to me, I was like, Hannah Pinterest for this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I do. I was like, what would Hannah do? And I went to Pinterest for home gym organization ideas, 
And people brought up the idea that you can buy these like metal rolling carts that have like shelves. You can get one with three. I got one with just two. But the shelves have a limit of 35 pounds per shelf. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is a lot more than I expected. I still had to be careful and like spread all my weights out. And I have some of them on the floor underneath it. I think it looks really cute there. It definitely does. And it's not like you're going to walk under that shelf. No, because it's in the corner. It it was a mess for a while, but I used your Pinterest inspiration. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you did. I love Pinterest. Also, everyone, Pinterest stock, apparently, like, that's on the news for some reason. (laughs) Is it? Oh my god. Yeah. Also, J-Lo and A-Rod broke up. Oh my goodness. I know. I just saw the New York Times article about that. It was in the New York Times. Like, the New York Times reported on this. Oh, it's probably because it's J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> if it was like A-Rod News, I'd be like, what? <laughs> no, I don't follow sports at all. So I, I know who A-Rod, the name is, but I actually, I know, he played a sport, right? Was it football? I really don't know very much about him. <laughs> I don't either. But I know J-Lo. Who doesn't love Jenny from the block? I know. <laughs> it's on my playlist every once in a while. It's such a good song. All right, should we introduce ourselves? Oh my gosh, yes, let's. I'm Anna. And I'm Henna. And this is... But, but it, it is Rocket Science. Science. I wanted to start this out. A couple weeks ago, I'm so sorry for the delay, Hannah. A girl named Hannah, she's a freshman in high school, sent us a message. And we've actually gotten this question before, so I thought it would be really awesome for Henna and I just to answer it here for you all to listen to. She was essentially asking about what we do at work... What classes we recommend you take if you're a high school student and you're interested in going in engineering. Okay, yeah. Let's dive into it. Hannah, thank you for the question. I know. I loved this one. Do you want to go first, Hannah? Sure. All right. So for work, I am a engineer and I... Do you want to take a minute? Yeah. Let me just think about how I want to phrase this. Hello, I am an engineer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. What a day it's been. (laughs) I get it. I had to remember. I was like, does the intro just start with my name? It does. That is, yep. (laughs) I was like, why is Anna pausing? Why is Anna buffering so long? My sisters love saying I buffer all the time. (laughs) All right, everyone. So I am a EE. So I work on electronics hardware, specifically for aerospace applications. Worked on everything ranging from like designing EE hardware at a higher like architecture level. So like designing the architecture, how certain components of EE subsystems will fit together and worked on the requirements of these pieces all the way down to the design and development of these boards of printed circuit boards, getting them into the lab, working on them and testing them in the lab, and then verifying them. And the cycle starts all over where I go back to the drawing board, bring in what I've learned from testing in the lab, and continue onwards. I really enjoy what I do because I get to touch hardware, but I also get to be in a design software and work kind of creatively and use math and work with a lot of other fun engineers. That was awesome. Thanks, Anna. I'm a little bit different. I actually majored in mechanical engineering in college, and we'll touch on that in a little bit. But I work as an aerospace engineer. I like henna. I've done a whole bunch of different stuff. I worked on CubeSats for a while. I've done structures. I've done design work. I now do more analysis, kind of similar to what henna does, where you essentially get together a set of numbers, 
you give it to another group of people, you wait a bit, you run some tests, things change, you get a new set of numbers, you work on them again, and you just, a lot of aerospace engineering is just iterating and iterating and iterating. Oh, completely. <laughs> you just do it over and over and over again. And it it's it's actually great. I love being an aerospace engineer. Me too. I majored in aerospace for my bachelor's and my master's. And aerospace is a really broad major in itself. Like you can focus on a lot of different subsets. So you can go into more of the EE software side, or you can go into more of the structure side, or you could go into more of propulsion and thermo and fluid dynamics. Yes. And even when those groups, the options are huge. Like you can go into structures and you can do testing or you can do analysis. So many other options out there. You can do like operations type work. Some people even go into sales. Yeah, definitely. Business. People get engineering degrees and then go more into the business side. The options are really endless for you. So Hannah brought this up too. Both of her degrees are in aerospace engineering. Both of mine, both my bachelor's and my master's are actually in mechanical engineering, which people do. A lot of the people I work with as aerospace engineers went to college for mechanical engineering. Aerospace engineering is commonly considered a subset of mechanical engineering, more or less. It's more specialized, but a lot of mechanical engineering concepts get covered by aerospace engineering. Does that seem fair? Yes, that's completely fair. Common misconception is, is that in the aerospace industry, they only want aerospace majors or mechanical majors. But honestly, like in the aerospace industry, we need everyone. We oh, need yeah. Electrical engineers, computer scientists, math majors, physics majors. Software engineers. Software engineers, yep. We need people in medicine because we're designing stuff for astronauts. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Yep. Material science. Oh, that's also a hot field, too. That's a cool field. If you want to work in the aerospace industry and you think you want to be an engineer, that's awesome. Do it. However, if you want to work in the aerospace industry, you do not have to be an engineer to do so. Yes. Anna's completely right. And then I think the other question you asked, Anna, was... What classes we would recommend taking in high school? Every high school is different. Every high school has different offerings. The things we are saying are not set in stone. These are just our recommendations. I would recommend taking as many AP classes in science and math as you can. If your high school offers them, it will help you. If your high school does not offer them, then it's okay. Completely. I would also recommend taking all the math and science classes that you can take, but also don't forget to like balance your schedule. And if you can't take some APs or honors classes in order to balance it, it's okay to take classes at your own pace. Just because someone else is taking a more advanced class and you're in like a non-honors class, take it at your own pace. You will still become an engineer if that's what you want to do. Hannah, that is an awesome point. I completely agree with you. High school should not be miserable with you burning yourself out the entire time. I would also say another area to explore if you are interested in engineering is while you're a high school student, if you know someone's parent that is an engineer, see if you can follow them or intern with them. Or if there's a local robotics club, see if you can get involved with that. If you're trying to get into a solid engineering program, remember to also be yourself. Definitely focus on math and science, but you can be involved in any sort of club. Like if you want to be in the drama club, go for it. Art club, go for it. Like, please continue to grow your passions and be true to your individual self. Yes, completely. What great advice, Hannah. Thanks, Anna. Yeah, there is no true recipe to no. becoming an engineer. Not at all. One thing I wish I had done and I didn't was my high school offered computer science classes and I didn't take them. I wish I had. 
Yeah, so my high school did not, but a local high school did have an after-school robotics class that I went to. Oh, I bet that was cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. In high school, I was involved in all sorts of first robotics competitions for inspiration and recognition in science and technology. That's what the acronym stands for. And I love them because I really enjoyed all the other students. They were all my friends in the club. And we participated in almost like 11 competitions. <laughs> That's a lot. Wow. It was a lot. These were robots ranging from tiny little Lego bots to five foot tall, fully functional metal robots that we would drive around with our remote controls. Jeez. Wow. That's cool. I remember I was sitting in one of my friend's garages and we were working on this robot and I had this thought. I was like, it'd be really cool to just keep building hardware as a job. What does that mean? What kind of job is that? And then I eventually figured out what engineering was. Yeah, I'm lucky. My dad's an engineer. My dad's an electrical engineer. And I think if I hadn't had him to tell me that engineering was an option, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, right. Because I think about that. The only way I found out about this was because of specific people around me. Otherwise, the term engineer, it's like hard to interpret immediately what an engineer does. Term engineer is odd in the fact it's specific, but also incredibly broad. It covers so many fields. If you think you might be interested in engineering, exactly like Hannah said, ask around. See if anybody you know knows somebody who's an engineer who you can talk to. You can shoot us a question online. We love your questions. Yes. And we'll see what we can do to help you. We love being engineers and working in the STEM field. Come join us. Yes, please do. All right. And then I don't, I don't know, but the, my plan for the rest of this was we could just talk about our favorite space-themed things. Yes, that's right. Anna messaged me. She's like, hey, how about, what do you think about like us just chatting? Just chatting <laughs> about space things that we love. I was like, that sounds like the best idea ever. <laughs> yes, because we were both so busy. Hannah, I moved, then Hannah moved, and then we got really busy with work. Oh, yeah. And I didn't want to not put out a new episode for you all, but we also didn't have time to do the standard scripted episode we normally do. That's right. We typically spend a lot of hours doing research we do. because we really care about the material that we present. <laughs> and we want it to be right and thorough. Thanks for being patient with us. <laughs> Thank you. We hope you like this. <laughs> anyway, so I want to talk about, I just realized, did you know Away got canceled? They're not making a second season of that? I did not know that. I loved that show. I did too. Away is, is the, Away is the, Away is this. <laughs> Away <laughs> Away is the Mars show on Netflix. I just call it the Mars show. Hillary Swank yep. is in it. Hillary Swank. It was so good. My family loved it. Hannah loved it. I loved it. Netflix didn't renew it. I loved it so much. I remember the first episode when I watched it. Immediately, the actors, they're just so good at conveying emotion through the smallest facial gestures. Like, you know when actors are really good with just the way they move their body and their face? Uh. It was so good. You, like, believed that they were a team. Yes, you believed that they were a team. You believed that they were actually, like, on this mission to Mars. Going to space. Going to space. It was remarkable how well Netflix did with the show. It was so good. I was like, why did you cancel this? Everybody I know loved it. Yeah, literally. Every episode felt like such a, like, an absorbing movie of its own. People I know who do not work in the space industry were like, have you seen the show? It's great. And I was like, yes, I have. And I agree. Me too. So I'm really disappointed about that. It's really good. So it's about these 
the crew was four or i think it was five people and they were all different nationalities yes going to mars and it was really interesting it like talked about what i thought were really realistic issues that show up in teams completely problems with personalities clashing things like that problems with personality clashing when you're in a isolated confined environment that is a spacecraft on a mission that has a duration of several months, you are going to get issues with your peers. There's going to be effects on your psychology, effects on your health that will then cause stress, not only to you, but to the team dynamic. The show did a really good job of portraying that, but at the same time, I felt like it was not just a science show, but it was very humanizing because of the way they showed the team dynamics. That's a great description. I completely agree with that. So I'm sad about that. That's a bummer. Yeah, me too. I was really excited about that show. I wonder why they canceled it. Part of me wonders if it was really expensive to make all those scenes where they're in microgravity. Mm-hmm. Floating around. I don't know. I don't produce movies. Shocker, I know. <laughs> but I wonder if that was expensive. Yeah. Or maybe Hilary Swank got a contract for another movie. Who no. knows? No, <laughs> Hilary. <laughs> Something else I wanted to talk about was I watched this awesome show on the Science Channel. I was watching it with my dad when I went home to visit my parents. And it was all about Comet 67P and the Rosetta probe that actually landed. It circled this comet, and then there was a little lander that actually landed on the comet. And it was so fascinating. It's originally from the Kuiper Belt, the 67P. It was just so interesting. It brought up so many points that I had never thought about. Like, it brought up the question, how did water get to Earth? Like, I've never thought about that. I was like, wasn't water just always on Earth? That's a really good question. Yeah, and apparently, no, they don't think it was. They actually think comets brought water to Earth when they crash landed onto the Earth's surface years and years and years ago. Fascinating. That they had ice and that that's what brought water. It was such an interesting documentary, but it was so cool. But what's really stuck with me is that in human DNA, there is a very specific form of phosphorus. It's called like biological phosphorus or something. I'm sure there's a much more specific name. But there's a very specific type of phosphorus that is needed for human life. It's in our DNA. And that phosphorus is only found in clouds around forming stars. They think comets somehow pick up this phosphorus from these clouds around stars that are forming. And that is what brought this phosphorus to Earth. And that is what was needed for human life. It was one of the many pieces of the puzzle that needed to snap together to make human life. Wow, that's fascinating. Yes, and I just think like the phosphorus that was in us really did originate out there in the universe around forming stars. That's amazing. Isn't it fascinating? That's so fascinating, you know. It's just like super cool learning about planetary science. Right. The origins of Earth. Like I know there's all those things to be like, we're all star stuff. And you're like, haha, cute. But like, that was really cool. We're literally made of stardust. I know. I was like, wow. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for like a week. I just thought that was so neat. I will find the name and I will link it in the sources. It was just an episode of a show on the Science Channel, but it's about Comet 67P. Also, you can look up pictures of Comet 67P that the Rosetta probe took. And it's so interesting. I had a great time watching this show with my dad. Aw, Anna, that's wonderful. It was really good. I learned so much about Comet 67P. I didn't even know about. And I learned so much right now, too. That was really cool. Thanks. What do you got, Hannah? Okay, so I have a more fun 
movie. Okay, well, I thought mine was fun, but that's cool. Yours? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like, you know, like yours was more educational. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm just being a jerk. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I screwed up. <laughs> oh, never. <laughs> never. I just saw a hole to poke uh, fun at you and I took it. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I have a more of just like an enjoyable movie to watch. And this is a Indian movie. Growing up, I watched a lot of Bollywood movies. So that's why Anna will realize many times when I don't get references. She's like, oh, well, that's because Hannah grew up in this dual culture. <laughs> I'm excited to learn more about it. Yeah. There is this Bollywood movie that came out recently. I think it was uh, maybe two years ago. And it's called Mission Mungal, which literally translates to Mission Mars. It's loosely based on the lives of the women that worked on the Mars Orbiter mission, which was the first interplanetary mission for India. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was a satellite to Mars, but it was their first one. What I loved about it was when I went to the movie theater to watch this with my parents, I had not seen the trailer, so I didn't realize it was going to be a focus on these strong, powerful women in aerospace. The premise of the story was basically this director is demoted in the ISRO, which is the Indian Space Research Organization. He basically gets demoted because of a mistake that he takes ownership for. It's a mistake of one of his subordinates and he takes ownership for it. So they kind of boot him and and they're like, oh, you go work on this mission that's probably not going to go anywhere. Aw. You get like all these minimal resources. Oh, and also you don't get our top engineers. And by top engineers is basically what they meant was that they weren't going to include these young women who were new to their careers in any of these other projects. So basically he had this pool of applicants And he picked these um, young women to lead this project. Interesting. What year was this? So the movie was released in 2019, but it's based off of a Mars orbiter mission orbiting Mars since September 2014. And it was launched in 2013. Gotcha. Okay. So this wasn't all that long ago. No. Yeah. It was really exciting. It was a really big deal for India. Yeah. We actually highlight it in our solar sails episode. So if you want to learn a little bit more about it, go check that out. That's so interesting. So the movie basically just goes through these women working on this Mars orbiter? Yes. And I love the movie. It was amazing. It was just like the actors were amazing. They had highlighted these women and each woman was just so inspiring. One was very savvy in propulsion. Another one was like super trained in orbital dynamics. And another woman was the structures engineer for the mission. And it was a small team of young engineers, young female engineers that had made this mission a success. And it was kind of based off of these actual people in real life. Wow. I want to see this movie. Yeah. What's the name? Mission Mungal. So that's M-A-N-G-A-L. And it literally translates to Mars. That's so cool. We'll put the name in the episode notes. Yes, we will. All right. That's all I had to talk about today. That's all I had to highlight, too. I mean, there's so many space books and oh my God. space movies. and Yes, I recently reread The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which will just always be one of my favorites. Oh, that's wonderful. If you love space and you have not read that book, I highly recommend. There's a whole series. The Restaurant at the End of the Universe. They're all great. I love them all. That's fantastic. I have to, I have to read that. I 
don't think I read it unless I read it when I was really young. You might have. But I think the humor... Is it dry? It's such dry. It's so funny that you're like, if you like it, it's probably dry. Yes, it is. It is dry, which is why I like it. Yeah. It's It has a very, like, very dry, quick sense of humor, which I just uh, super resonates with me. I, it's almost the, like, it's the style of humor. I call it rambling humor, where they just keep going. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I own a copy of just The Hitchhiker's Side of the Galaxy, and then somebody gave me as a gift. They gave me, like, the anthology, so they're all in one. So I can lend it to you. Oh my gosh! Please! Yes! So good. I Really worth the read. It's a classic for a reason. Anna, you also have kind of a dry sense of humor, <laughs> and it's good. Like, I oh. love laughing Thank you. when you're making jokes. <laughs> just out of nowhere, there'll be a joke, and I just, like, burst out laughing. <laughs> and it's so nice. Uh, I really seriously think Anna's like one of my funniest friends. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! <laughs> You're just always making me laugh. <laughs> Anna's like the best hype person in the world. You'll be having like the horrible day. She'll be like, oh my god, you look so good today. You're so funny. You go you. And I'm like, wow! I feel so great now. <laughs> oh, Anna, you do that for me all the time. That's what friends are for. That's right. All right. So on that note, before we forget, we have merch. Yes! Like we've said before, if you're interested in some cool but it is rocket science, tote bags, t-shirts, mugs, go to our website. That's right. And if there's something you want to see us sell, let us know. Let us know. Right now we can only ship to the US and Canada, but if you live outside of the US and Canada, if we get enough people who are interested, we can try to open it up. Yes, that's right. We currently have free shipping in the US right now. Woo! Go get you some free shipping. And then if you buy something, post a photo of it and tag us in it, and we will share it on our Instagram. Yes, please. We'd love that. I woke up this morning to somebody who had posted their coffee mug. Kim, shout out to Kim, and it made my whole day. Oh my gosh, shout out to Kim. I know. I was like, I'm going to use my coffee mug today, too. (laughs) Love it. We love all of you. Thank you for listening. We hope you liked this. Let us know if you did. Yeah, and let us know. Hannah, thanks for your question. If there are any other questions you want us to answer, if anyone has any other questions they want us to focus on in future episodes, let us know. We'll get to them. Yeah, we love your questions. All right, to close us out, Hannah, do you want to go through where people can find us? Yes, I'd love to. If you want to get in contact with us, please use the contact us page at butitisrocketscience.com. You can also find us on Instagram at butitisrocketscience. You can find us at our Twitter at butitisrs. And you can find us at our Facebook page. Just look up But It Is Rocket Science Podcast. If you enjoyed this, if you want to help us get the word out, give us a rating in Apple Podcasts and a review. We'd really appreciate it. Yes, we really would. All right, Anna, let's close it out. Let's close it out. Until next time, Space Cadets. T minus three, two, one, liftoff. Lift off.